Welcome, everyone, to It Tastes Different Gaming Podcast, the podcast with four different flavors coming from four different gamers. I am your host, Patrick Smith, and I want to welcome my co-hosts, Nick Irwin, Shane Eisterhold, and Russell Rowe. Hey, Patrick. Where can they find us? Well, the first place you should check out is our website at ittastedifferent.com. This is the place where you can subscribe to all of our streams and connect to all of our social media sites. You can also find us on Facebook at It Tastes Different. Uh, we're also on Instagram at It Tastes Different PC. And then last but not least is Twitter, where you can find us at It Tastes Diff. What's on the menu for today? We choked down a basket of day-old garlic bread with Mafia 2 Definitive Edition. Uh, the Definitive Edition uh, came out uh, basically September 25th of 2020. It was a remake of the original Mafia 2 game. Basically, it was developed by Hangar 13 and published by 2K Games. It's basically set within a fictional city of Lost Haven, which is based off Chicago. It's Mafia game. It's based off of the Mafia. So, And the game starts out of the 1930s and progresses all the way into the 50s. Let's see here. Uh, you know, basically, I don't know. It's, it's a typical Mafia game. You know, I kind of want to see what... Um, what you guys all think about it. Let's start out with um, Shane. What do you think of the definitive edition of this game? I don't think they really did much. It's a graphical improvement. Yes. Uh, far as the definitive edition, but other than that, it's the same game, but I will testify that they did a lot of things better on the mechanics and such for this one. than they did on the original mafia. Uh, I think the driving mechanics, Driving controls are were the, like the most atrocious things on the first one. Um, they really got that much, much better on this one, in my opinion. I think it's more akin to uh, a Grand Theft Auto setup, which isn't you know necessarily the greatest thing, but a million times better than what it was. As uh, far as the overall game, I've enjoyed it. Um, I like uh, I like the characters better on this one. It's uh, a little more generic, but they're done better, I think. I don't know if that comes out right. Uh, you know, they definitely have the uh, mob mentality from the movies that you always watched. But uh, excellent voice acting for most of them, I thought. Uh, the gunplay was uh, much better. Uh, the uh, overall story so far, I've only got to chapter 10, I think, give or take. It has been really interesting, but... Still not really like a big motivator to really push to play it. I don't think there's anything definitive about it, really. I think if you're going to say remaster, you know, definitive edition, they should have done more to it. Uh, but that's been a problem with the last remaster they did for Mafia 1 as well. They said it was, you know, XYZ, it barely had X. Yeah, and it's kind of a it's kind of a ripoff, but it, we got it at a good deal because we got the uh, we got all three. Uh, which we're going to play, you know, the third one at some point. But overall, it's a better game than one, but it's nothing I would rush out to play uh, at a full price. But for what you can get it out right now, it's worth a play. What about you, Russ? It's another standard kind of game from, from this series. Uh, you know, some of the things that are kind of interesting about the game is when you think about it, it, number one, you know, to say it's an old game. I mean, it's 2010. It's not super old. But then again, you know, as quickly as as these kind of uh, things upgrade us, as quickly as we get consoles out and, and and the way that PCs can upgrade, you know, it, it still was a pretty you know decent game. The game looked good. The thing is, is that like the mechanics, though for the day, we're kind of cutting edge. That that being in cover, 
coming out of cover, shooting that kind of gameplay, that that type of thing was kind of like, you know, kind of state of the art back in the day. It's it's kind of dated. There were a lot of bugs in the game still that were in the original version. I'm going to let kind of uh, the others expand on that a little bit more. I just wanted to make sure that that was clear that, that it's very odd that we have these games and, and they're known bugs in the day and they don't take the, the time to fix them in a new version. It It's almost to me a slap in the face uh, as a consumer, but you know, it, it is what it is. I'm not going to get too far into that. I'm just wanting to say that that was a, Surely a frustration. The story is another generic storyline. Um, you know, I, you guys know I, I love these kind of movies. You know, Godfather is probably top five for me of all time. Those type of movies, I, I love them. So, you know, that's that's part of what I enjoy out of here, out of these Mafia 2s, is the storyline. And, and it's okay. Uh, the storyline is pretty, pretty decent. Um, the definitely don't hold back on um, the curse words and stuff like that. So this is a definitely a mature game uh, audience. If, if if you do have children playing or something like that, this is a very mature game uh, within the first uh, 30 minutes of the game. Definitely want to know that yes, it is an M rating. Other than that, um, it, it is just, it, it's just a run of the mill game there. It's we, we want to get excited about something being remastered, but like you said, cleaned up the graphics a little bit. It is an upgrade from Mafia One, obviously, being that it, it just just itself, you know, within mechanics and stuff like that. But definitely nothing to go too far into, as in like go out of your way to buy this game. It's solid. It, it's it it's kind of a good memorance game, but it's just frustrating that again, it, it is a basic remaster. I don't know if we need to start giving these games tiers, even within the remaster, you know, remaster level one, remaster level two, remake level one, remake level two. And because uh, I don't I don't know what we're to start expecting from the word remaster or remake anymore anymore. Uh, but anyway, I'll, I'll stop my rant and and continue to add more as we go. But let's go to Nick. Nick, what do, what do you think, man? What, what do you think? You These games kind of are a dime a dozen for you. So I was just curious about what you think. Uh yeah, Mafia Two is it's it's okay. It, it's definitely better than the first one, and and like you guys have have said, you know the gunplay and the vehicle uh, driving portions and and driving around town is definitely a lot better than it was in the first game. There's a lot more to do in the city than in the first game. You have different areas that you can go to where you can get different outfits. Um, you can buy guns, you can upgrade your cars, you know, stuff like that. You can even destroy your cars for money or any cars that you get on the street. There's lock picking when you get when you go to uh, steal a car or you can bash in a window. I think the first one only had just being able to bash in a window, but this one you can lock pick, which is a little bit more secretive, so you don't get to, uh, the police on you. So there is a lot more to do in the world. And that, that's a good thing in regards to how Mafia 1 was compared to this one. Uh, for the definitive portion of it, like Shane said, the only real thing that I saw that I noticed was just an upgrade to the graphics in the sense of maybe higher resolutions and stuff. It didn't look like the reworking that they did with Mafia 1, uh, where you could definitely tell it was a, 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 you know, a, a high graphical upgrade. Uh, this one just seemed like pretty much the same graphics as they had in Mafia 2, the original, 
which like Russ said, it's not that it's not that super old of a game. Um, but they just upped the, you know, uh, resolution, you know, maybe did some, you know, kind of polish on textures and things like that. A little spit uh, shine. Yeah, a little spit shine, you know. They shined up the turret a little bit. So <clears throat> that was pretty much what they did with this game. As far as the fundamentals of this game, it's pretty much the same as it was, uh, from my understanding, because I never played any of the Mafia games, but from my understanding, it's pretty much what it was in Mafia 2, the original, uh, besides a little shine to the graphics so you know whether that's good or bad i don't know i mean that game may maybe didn't really need anything done to it you know per se so you know just a little upgrade in the graphic area and then it's good to go like russ said it does have bugs there are some things that i did run into that seem like i don't know if they were were bugs that were from the original mafia 2 one of the biggest ones that even patrick may hit on as well is the graphical artifacting bug where, like, sometimes you would play the game and you would get this weird, just garbage image that would pop up on the screen from nowhere. And it would pretty much take over the entire screen and it would just come and kind of come and go as it wanted to. Uh, one time I had it come and go as, as it wanted. And once it comes, once it shows up on the screen, you pretty much can't see anything. It takes over the entire image. One time that would just kind of pop in and out whenever it felt like it. And then there was another time where... It would only come up when I ran into something. So if I was driving a car and I ran into another car, then it would just show up. Or if I ran into a pole or something like that, then it would show up. But uh, so that's really weird. <laughs> Other than that, that's the that's the only big bug I think personally that I ran into. There might have been some smaller ones that I can't think of them uh, off the top of my head because that was the biggest annoying bug that I ran into. Like Patrick said at the beginning, it does go to the 19, it ended up going, to, uh, you know, pretty early on in the story, a few chapters in, it does go over to the 1950s, which is, I think, a lot better. We got better cars and faster cars and definitely better music right? <laughs> than, than the 1930s music. So especially for me, when I grew up, you know, my, my dad listened to a lot of the 1950s and 60s type music, so, you know, all that music was familiar to me. Unlike Mafia 1, which I pretty much turned off the radio every single time I got in a car, and Mafia 2, especially when it transitions to the 1950s, there were a lot of songs that I would sit there and listen to uh, as I drove to wherever I was going. So, you know, some good and some bad. Uh, I think once we get the initial idea of what Patrick thinks here in a second, uh, we'll probably get into more of the story stuff and what we think about the story. Pat, what did you think of this game? How did you uh, like Mafia 2? How could a remaster be worse? That's what I'm going to say about this. <laughs> I uh, The game is buggy. As Nick said, the graphical artifacting is horrible. Like in many scenes where you go through and, you know, a, a perfect example is I'll just give an example of one of the when you're fighting in the brewery, you fight, you kind of go your way up to the top of the brewery, you drive your way up through, and then you have to walk your way back down. Well, when you're driving up to there, there's artifacting of where you could see the scene that's about to happen when the when the place catches on fire and starts falling apart before you even get to the top. Uh, I don't know how a remaster can make a game worse it, as far as, like, bugs, but the bugs in this game were galore. Lots of artifacting, lots of light reflecting, issue, reflecting issues. One of the things that drove me the, the nuts the most was the eyes, and I don't know if you guys caught it, but the eyes, they broke the eyes somehow. Characters would be looking left, and their eyes would be like dead pen to the left or the right, and you're like, they're supposed to be looking at you and talking to you, but their eyes are like staring off into the right or something, you know? 
especially and Nick, you may have noticed it when you play the scene with Leo where he's driving you away in the car towards the end of the game and he's talking to you, but the whole time his eyes are like stuck looking left and he's looking dead at you or he's got his head cocked a little bit to the right and his eyes are like deadlocked in a direction. The eyes really drove me nuts. I found if you drove in a, um, in a convertible car with when you were running around with like your companion or whatever, their heads would spin like it was freaking exorcist movie. <laughs> so, See, I never experienced any of that. Did you drive in a convertible car with when you were riding with? Uh, I always forget. I forgot his name already. Leo. Um, Leo. No, not with Leo. With, no, uh, right? with Joe. With Joe. Yeah, with Joe. When you're driving in the car with Joe, you're driving, and if he his head is always stuck in like an up looking position when you're in the car. He's not like looking forward. He's always looking up. And then it seems like they have the head fixated on something in front of you, and if you pass it, their head stays with it. So it looks like their head swivels around, and then it snaps back forward, so it constantly does like the spinning thing. And I also noticed the same thing if you weren't the one driving. So there's a few scenes where you just get to ride, and if you're riding and you're looking in the back of the car, you can see their head spinning. I was like, this is bad. So I don't know how a remaster can make a game worse, but it seems like the bugs and glitches got worse. And they didn't care. They were just like, whatever, throw this out the door, it's good to go. It has a slight polish on it to me, but I don't think it looks that much better. And I'm a graphics snob. I don't think it looks that much better than the 2010 version. Um, maybe I was just too fixated on all the bugs. Uh, but I think this is a very poorly done remaster. Looks slightly better. Lots of graphical glitches and flickering. It's just, it's bad overall. The driving, I think, improved over one. That's a that's a bonus for me. I think the the, the driving in this one, especially as Nick said, when we got in the 50s, you got better cars and upgrade your cars. The music was better. I like the music a lot more, especially when you got into the 50s. I would do the same thing, change the station to the one I wanted and not turn it off. Uh, I just turned it off because I hated the damn music. <laughs> so, but I will say the gunplay is just as bad as the first. It didn't seem to get any better. If anything, it seemed to get worse. It seemed like the you could you could be out of cover even a less amount of time before you would just get drilled. So I, you know it's it, it seems like the game may have turned for the worse for me. You know as far as what I th- overall thought of the game, it was a little bit of a push for me to finish the game, complete it. I did finish it and complete it, um, but I didn't go back for the extra stuff. I didn't go back to get all the 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 um, the trophies and stuff like that. I didn't go back to get all those. So I didn't even go back and get all the collectibles. Yeah, the, I didn't run into any... I don't remember running into any other bugs besides the artifacting bug. I don't remember the eye thing either. Um, or the, I didn't get any convertible, so I didn't get to experience that part. Did you get any but, rubber banding? I had a lot of rubber banding. I, I didn't have any rubber banding either. I think the only bug that I no. ran into personally was just the artifact bug. Um, other than that, I don't. I can't think of any other bugs that I ran into. I think there was one bug that I ran into this one also now I'm thinking about it uh where I had to restart a mission because you know and I think you mentioned this in the Mafia 1 one where you did uh, a portion too quickly mm-hmm. and then the game just didn't progress and I believe there was one mission I can't think of what the mission is but one mission where I uh where that happened to me where I just did it too quickly and then the mission never progressed and I had to restart it the gunplay for me personally, I think it's better. I, it, it, you know, it, it, some of my things with the gunplay in, in one was like it was headshots or nothing at all. 
And this one, I felt like I could do body shots. Like, I would go for headshots mainly, but I felt like I could do body shots and still take an enemy down. Whereas in Mafia 1, I felt like it was headshot or nothing, right? Body shots did nothing. I would either end up dying if I just tried to do body shots the whole time. I didn't go back for the collectibles either, you know, in, in regards to that. Now, like like Russ was saying, it is an M-rated game. Uh, you do find Playboy pinups, and they are nude, at least, you know, from the top portion. Uh, you know, no bottoms are shown. No, no uh, that portion is shown in there. But, you know, the top portion is they are uncovered, and they are the real playmates for that uh, generation. Generation, right. Well, so, I would rather see the breast disease than the uh, overhairy kitties. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there was no afros, but uh, and then I saw, but I didn't collect all those. I just picked them up when I when I could, or when I just happened to find them. They are pretty much in, you know, th- those collectibles are pretty much in plain sight. It seems of the Playboy ones. Um, and they are during a lot of missions, even through hectic times, which seems a little odd that there would just be a, you know, you just, you're, you're getting, I mean, cause there were several times where you would find a playboy where you'd be getting shot at and there's just one sitting on the floor. Right. And then, it, it, oh. you know, and it's a hectic moment. So you're trying to like run through and go to cover and stuff like that. And there's a playboy where they're like, Oh, you can pick that up there. And it's like, that that's kind of a weird spot to put it, but I found a lot of them that way. Um, some of them were hidden and stuff like that, but. There's also another collectible, like, I can't think of what it is. They're wanted posters. Yeah, wanted posters. I never found a single one. Oh, did you? I, I, I found, I found two. Yeah, I ran into them occasionally. You have to be on the lookout for them because they blend in with the, the wall or whatever they're. I mean, they're just wanted posters, so you don't normally think to go collect a poster on the wall, but they're all over the place. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even know. Until I beat the game, I didn't even know because I beat it as well. Um, I didn't even know that was a collectible. I thought it was just the Playboy pinups. That were so after I beat it, I looked at the collectibles list and I was like, hey, there's another tab here. And then I noticed it was the wanted posters. Like, well, I didn't find a single one of those. <laughs> I didn't find it. I didn't at the find Playboys in the corner. <laughs> I didn't find a lot of Playboys either. I only found there's like probably 30 or 40 Playboy pinups that you oh, can there's get. There's a lot. And I only got like 10. So yeah, I didn't try to look too hard for them either. I um, this I've already played. I played Mafia 2 before they did the definitive edition, and we got the definitive edition in the. Um, the trilogy, the definitive trilogy. So that's the only reason I went back and played it is because we were going to review it. And it had been quite a few years since I played it, but once we started playing it again, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this game. I remember it. It was okay. It was an okay game. I do think the story was better than one. It was a little bit more... uh, You have a little bit more control. Like, there is some things that you could do differently in the game, and I don't know how many of you know that, but there's uh, there's, like, scenes in the game that you could play out differently that affect the game later on. As far as, like, not really they don't affect the ending. They just affect the way the story fall. basically the story plays out. Like, like how you, how you, you know, I, I don't know if we want to spoil anything or we talk about the story, but how you basically. I think with the 2010 Leo. release date, yeah. it's safe to spoil. Well, there's a mission in the game where you have to go warn Leo what's, what's about to happen to him. And there's multiple ways to play that story out. You know, there's, you know, you either get caught or you don't get caught. You know, and and how you escape, you know. So that it's basically did you, you get know, caught. I did not. I got caught. I did not. We escaped out the bedroom window with the sheets. I, I got <laughs> caught. I got caught by Henry, and yeah. then Henry made a deal, and then we escaped. 
Right. No, we escaped out there. We, we went in and found the sheets, tied them onto the rail, and we escaped out the back window. But yeah, there's there's and multiple missions have that type of a have a that type of thing. And it changes the way that the store. So in my story, Henry never knew that I helped Leo. You know, so doesn't have that to hold over you. Well, Henry was a rat, so it didn't matter. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a rat bastard. Yeah, but, but uh, the story for me, the story was very uh, as another individual that finished the game. The story was all over the place, and I felt like at the end. They just kind of like, it was just like, oh, we're done. You know, that's what it felt like to me. Because it felt like there would be more story. And then they were just like, no, this is it. We're done. Story's well, what's over. Funny is, what's funny is playing Mafia 1 and 2 in close successions, I realized something that I never realized playing the game back in the day. Did you catch it, Nick? Where you went, where you were the people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the coolest thing. When I pulled I up there, I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was I'm like, the one that cool. whacked myself from the first game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if you, if Shane and Russ, have you gotten to that point yet, but, no. uh, you know, and to spoil things. But basically, at the end of Mafia 1, you know, those two guys show up and kill uh, the main protagonist of Mafia yeah. 1. You are the two people. It's you and Joe. Yeah, you and Joe, yeah. yeah. You and Joe go whack yourself from the yeah. first game. So you play that mission eventually towards the end. And I was like, when I got to that, I was like, oh, I was like, wait, this looks familiar. What's going on? And then he pulled up and I was like, holy crap. I was that's like, that's me watering the lawn. Yeah, that's, that's a good tie-in. I liked it. I like that tie-in. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if that was in the originally or not. I mean, it has. It probably was. It just I didn't realize it because there's so much distance and time between the games. But playing them in this quick succession like that, I was like, huh. It almost made me want to go back to the first one and run the last chapter again to see if it really was the. If they showed I, I you the, the two same guys, who, thing. I thought who the same did thing. It. I was trying to think back of like who was the two because they showed them like really quickly. Yeah. The two guys, I'm like, were they them? Was that them? Or were they oh, was the same it, clothes? Was it a was it a skinny skinny Italian guy and a fat Italian guy in a Hawaiian shirt? <laughs> I know it was a shotgun. I know they did right. a shotgun, but right. yeah. So that was kind of a cool tie in, and I never realized. And I played both games back in the day, but it, like I said, there was so much time between one and two that I never put two and two together. And then I was like, when I played this one, I'm like, I thought the same thing. I'm like, we're gonna go whack a guy who ratted on his family, who's under witness protection. And I'm like. Are they going to go have me kill myself? <laughs> I, I thought the same thing when they were talking about it in the car. I was like, wait a minute. Is this what I think it is? And then as soon as we pulled up there, I was like, it is what I think it is. <laughs> I'm out there watering the lawn. I'm, I'm seeing my own death. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a pretty neat little tie-in, I will say. But like I said, the Mafia 2, the Mafia games are okay. I like 2 better than 1, but, you know, I thought the story in 2 was much better. Obviously, the driving, the shooting was... Oh, yeah. On par, if not worse, in my opinion. I mean, you know, I, I I find that their combat is a little bit of a detriment to their game. Their story is okay. Their driving got better, but the the combat was just was just bad. Well, did we swallow one better because it felt more remade and because it was older and the graphics update was more visible? Versus two that we had, like you said, maybe just a little spit shine and throw it out there type of thing. Is that why maybe we 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 have we said, oh, one wasn't so bad, even though one's mechanics were much worse than two. Maybe I felt like they made two worse because of all I, the glitches and issues. I don't, I I I don't think so. I think the fact that the story was better, in my opinion, I think. 
uh, overall gameplay was a, a vast improvement. Yeah, there was yeah there was some I I didn't run into all the garbage you ran into. So I I mean I can't speak for that, but I can say for just for my playthrough, it's it's a much better game than one uh, overall. I mean I wouldn't think. Uh, I, I can't think of anything negative on this game if you were to compare it to the first game. I find that, for me personally, I think the story in one was actually better than two. Wow. Um, and because two's story, having completed it, like I said, it felt like they just ended it. Like they just decided this is where the end is, and it didn't feel like an ending. You kind of, again, despoil things a little bit, but... You know, you begin the the uh, Mafia 2 as just nobody. You know, you're coming back from the war, you're a vet, and you get in with Joe, who's your childhood friend, who, who kind of runs with the Mafia, kind of. He's not in the Mafia, but he he does errands for those. And then you, you, you start going in with him doing that. You go to prison. You meet Leo, who is an old... Or what did they, what did he call himself? A consultant? He's a consulary. Consulary. Yeah. So he gets. Whatever you pronounce that. Don't mind our Italian. (laughs) So basically, when you come back from prison, you know he kind of put. You know, you do a few missions, and he kind of puts in a good word, and then you're in the family. You screw things up. You have to go kill a guy that you barely interacted with throughout the story, and then it then it ends, and that's pretty much it. You know, and it was just like it felt like there was more to it. It almost felt like, you know, bringing back Russ's Godfather, you know, uh, theory or, or uh, you know, movies that he likes. It, it was like Mafia 2 was like, you know, the Godfather 2 or the uh, Star Wars uh, Empire Strikes Back you know, version now, where it's like the middle. It's like the middle section. Right. Where there's no beginning. There's no end. It's just filler. For the ending, which is coming in part three, uh, and the beginning, which happened in part one. Two is like two is like Goodfellas, okay? Like two is 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 like well, I I don't mean it like that. I mean like for storyline, in actuality, Mafia Two is Godfather Three. I mean, if you want me to be honest, it's it's not even that good. I mean, Godfather Two was amazing compared to that. But like you said, like it. Even let's put it this way, without the tie-in, without the tie-in, because we're saying that the story with two is a little bit better than one, or at least most of us are. Without that tie-in, is the story really any better, or is it almost the same level? I, I like the story in two better. I thought there was a lot more leeway in the way that you play the story, so I thought that, that was. I honestly thought the story in two was better than one, just because of the. I don't know. The Joe Barbaro, which is your buddy, and then, you know, the the way that they basically – because you don't really get made in the first one. You know, you get become a made man in the second one. You get to actually join a family, and then you end up killing the head of that family and moving – you know, killing the head of one family and then having to kill the head of your own family because you just screwed up and killed half the, half the, the Chinese mafia gang in town, and so you have to do – basically make they basically want retribution and you have to do something to quell it so i mean the game ended kind of in my tip in my opinion a typical mafia style where you know you go in and do the last job for the mob because you basically screwed up and have to make this right and in the end you thought the story you thought that you were doing this to get this 
and all out, you know, in the end, you know, I guess we could spoil it. In the end, you run into Joe while you're going to kill the other mob boss, and Joe, like, you know, puts a gun to your head because he's going to protect his, you know, his family, the mob boss, and Joe ends up going with you because obviously you're like freaking longtime childhood friends. You guys kill the, the mob boss, and then when you leave, Leo tells you, you know, you guys are going to go party now because you did the thing, but basically they take Joe off and go put, you know, you don't get to see any of it, but it's basically led to say that they're going to go put Joe, he's going to go sleep with the fishes, and you get to live. Yeah, and that's basically how it ends. Just to me, it felt like a lot of this, I I don't know, for me it felt like really slow with the story, right? It it, it didn't, I wish you would have gotten into the mob a lot sooner and did a lot more mob missions. It seemed like you did a lot of, like, just kind of, uh, missions that were more like just to get you into the family. And then once you get there, it seems like that experience with being a part of the mafia family and, and being in the family uh, kind of comes and goes quickly. Um, I felt like there wasn't a lot of missions that really center around that whole aspect uh, of you now in the mob. It was kind of a lot of the missions, a lot of the chapters are you just getting to that point where you're in the mob. Then once you're there, you screw things up. You got to go kill the last boss, and then it's over. And where I felt like one was like you, you know, you started off in the family and you rose through the ranks, becoming, you know, uh, the the boss's like main henchman or where's Capo? Here's right. So and then you know and then you know I I think everything else in one (laughs) kind of sucked you know the the gunplay and the driving and stuff I think the story was really good because it had a beginning and it had an end Um, where this one kind of to me I don't know to me it felt like in Mafia 2 and it's not saying I don't I didn't enjoy it the story I did I just felt like there wasn't really a a beginning and end it just kind of like it was kind of like filler like almost like a like a you know you know those episodes on Netflix or whatever where the, there's those episodes that don't make any sense and they just kind of fill in the time and that's what it felt like to me like it was just a filler like it was kind of like it was a trilogy kind of like you know like I said with the Star Wars you know Empire Strikes Back Empire Strikes Back is one of my favorites uh, out of the original Star Wars trilogy but Empire Strikes Back is a filler right it just fills oh. the middle section. Let's not talk there. Okay, let's well, not I mean, go there. I'm not saying I'm not <laughs> saying a filler, but I mean like there's no there's no beginning or end, right? Oh, I'm no, saying no, no. Like, I want to see this the story. Oh, the story Star began. <laughs> the story began in A New Hope, <laughs> and it ended in Return of the Jedi. So the middle part, what I'm saying is there is not like the whole story didn't ma- didn't matter, but what I'm saying is the story is just a continuation and not an ending, right? The Return of the Jedi has an end. And uh, A New Hope has a beginning, whereas Empire Strikes Back is just the middle section, right? It's like the middle of the book, right? And there's no beginning or end. And that's how it made me feel with Mafia 2, whereas I feel like Mafia 3 is going to kind of – I know it's a new protagonist in Mafia 3, but it's going to kind of maybe hopefully talk about the character. I mean, because you don't see what happens to the main protagonist in 2, right? At the end, he goes away with Leo, like Pat said, and that's that's it. He drives off with Leo. What happens with him? Where's, where's the end of his story? What, what happens to him after that? Did he just keep working for the mob and dies one day? Or, you know, what what goes on from there? Uh, and we don't get that. So it almost feels like Mafia 1, because they, cause they connect Mafia 1 with that one mission we were talking about, right? So then we have, okay, so these are these are connected. 
So it feels like Mafia 2 needs to have or should have, even though it is set in Louisiana and not Chicago. Well, see, should have that's why you got to play three. Nick. Right. You play three to know right. what happened. Right. You wouldn't now, stop it. You know, you wouldn't I stop it. I think we need to go back. I think we need to go back to the Star Wars analogy because I want to see blood. This is funny as hell. You got Russ all mad. I can hear him back there chewing on his teeth. Uh, For the sanctity of this podcast, we will not go into that. I understand what his principle is, but he could have used, he would have been much better off using like Back to the Future or something like that as as an example because when you use a Star Wars fandom favorite number one movie of all movies as a filler movie uh, example, um, it, it may rub the, some of us the wrong way, but it's okay. I understand what his analogy was, and I get it. It's 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 basically yeah. it was an analogy. In, yes, in part of the yes. strike, in part of strike back is my absolute favorite. It's my all time. Like if I were, if someone were to say which Star Wars movie out of all nine of them that you want to watch, Empire Strikes Back is the one I want to watch. I will say the one thing. Yeah, I mean, back to the game. The one thing that kind of drove me the drove me mad on this one was basically they 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 lead you to they basically tell you that Vito Scaletti becomes a a made man, but at what level? You know, they never tell you whether he's like a, a you know he's a capo or what level they make him a made man. You know, and that drove me nuts. I'm like, so what am I? Am I an underboss? What what is what is his faction? Basically, his rank in the in the in the mafia family. You know, it, it just drove me nuts because I was just trying to figure out where he was at. Well, that, that's one thing I'm saying too is like, you know, they didn't expand on that. You know, from my, from my perspective, he's nothing. He's an underling. I mean, I would put him as probably the lowest rank, maybe like a soldado or or maybe an associate. I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't. I don't think he was a capo. I don't honestly think maybe he was an enforcer level. I don't know. But they never really tell you what level or rank he was. But if you want to know more what happens to him after Mafia Two, you have to play Mafia Three because they do talk hint about a little bit of what happened to him. You know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it is that way. It is a trilogy right. for that reason. It is just basically following through the timelines of the heirs because. Mafia 3 takes over in the bayou, you know, and you play a different character, but you also get to find a little bit, if you pay attention, you find a little bit about what happens to the other people, some of them. So, Well, I have to say, the story was much better in this one, in my opinion, but I didn't I didn't think it was good enough to give it that much thought. I mean, it really didn't. I don't know. I mean, I, I just thought it was kind of a, a, a kind of an interesting little story where you basically are, you know, you end up getting in trouble as a kid, and then you, instead of going to jail, they sent you off to fight in the war, and then you got hurt, and you came back, and and you got in trouble again, and you get sent to prison, and then you do the whole prison stand with Leo, and then you come back, and you work with Joe some more, and then you get a main man, and I'll tell you what, what was the, Nick, you beat the game. There's one, there's one part in the game that I forgot about until I played it that made me so mad that I didn't have the forethought to do more with it. Was there a part in the game that made you mad, or that you basically was like, "Oh crap, I should have done this before this happened"? Um, not that I can think of. Uh, you have to tell me what it is. Okay. Maybe I'll think of it then. Russ, Nick, you, Russ or Shane, did you guys have a part in the game where you were like, "Oh crap, this happened, and now I'm I'm hosed"? No, not really. I mean, Russ, not that I can think of. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, I didn't. I did not finish finish the game, but I got pretty. Far and I'm trying to think like 
what didn't I go back to do? Okay. So I here's mean, here's a hint. Did you make it to the part where your house got burned down? Yeah, yeah it's like chapter eight. Yeah, I can't remember the exact chapter. Well, I don't know about you guys, but when my house burnt down, I had thirty thousand dollars in the house. In the house, <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, oh, I could have bought all these cars and all these clothes and all this crap, and my house burnt down with my thirty grand, and I lost all of it. I was so mad. Oh yeah, I didn't. I didn't even think about that till now. The, the fact that until you just started talking about it, that yeah, before that happens, you could have spent all that money on clothing and upgrades for the cars and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Cause I was just like, when, 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 when the house, when, they, when the, like, cause of the Irish, yeah, the Irish come and they're the ones that do it. They, they set your house on fire. And as soon as I jump, as soon as you jump out the window, then my money goes from like 32,000 to zero. And I'm like, what, what the heck? Would I have it stuffed in my mattress? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You didn't put it in a bank. <laughs> right. But yeah, I was so mad. I was like, oh man, I could have bought all these upgrades for all these cars that are in my garage. I could have bought all the clothes and probably got some achievements. And then I was like, do I reload? The thing for me was like, you know, you don't expect it to happen for one. But for me, I was like, oh yeah, you know, I have all this money. Okay, cool. I'm going to wait till like I got a ton and then I'm going to go out and buy all this stuff. Right. You know, and that's, I think for most people, that's probably their mindset. And then the house gets burned down. And you really don't recoup any of that money. You never for the get rest back of the game. Yeah. No, I never got back up to that amount of money. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it sucks that it happens. And then, yeah, I guess he had it under his mattress. He didn't put it in a bank like regular people or a fireproof. He was sleeping you know, on it. <laughs> or something. Yeah, he was sleeping on it. Yeah. So that made, that drove me a little bit nuts. I was like, oh, if I'd had the foresight, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have went to bed with 30 grand in the bank. But. I mean, I like the story better, but you know, I guess that's each their own. Like I said, I, I felt the story was a little bit more engaging for me in this one. And then, you know, obviously the I, the driving was much more enjoyable uh, than the first one. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of my favorite things. The, the the shooting mechanics in one were tolerable to a point, uh, but made much better in this one. But the driving from the first one. Oh my God! I would rather walk in the first one than drive anywhere. It was so bad. Right. Yeah. So it was. It, it, I I thought the story was pretty good. Like I said, I I liked the whole the whole prison scene that teaches you how to fight, and then you know the going through, and you know there was nothing more satisfying than the, one of the guys you first meet. In my opinion, one of the more satisfying things in the game was one of the guys you first meet in the beginning of the game, and I don't know why I just blanked on his name. I had his name in my head, but he's the, he's the guy that I think his name, he's the basically protector for Derek. You know, Derek's, the uh, yeah, Derek's the guy on the docks. Yeah. Um, he's the, the head of the union workers. What's his Derek name? Is. Joe. Oh, uh, God, I can't, I can't remember. But anyway, whenever you, whatever, I can't remember Derek's the, the boss basically, yep. but basically whenever you're, Whenever you find out that Derek basically uh, threw your dad in the in the ocean to sleep with the fishes, his boss or enforcer or whatever he is basically drowned your dad. And then he always talks so much smack through the whole game. When I got to plug him in the scene after you uh, when you go to when you go to try to quell the um, the basically people who are refusing to work and you get in a fight with them, it was great to just shoot him because for some reason his body was the only one that stayed on the ground the entire time after he killed everybody i would come back to the to the docks and that guy's still dead on the ground 
But that yeah, was what the fuck to me. It was kind of weird that, that damn dude's name. <laughs> it's kind of weird that it was Steve, right? I think it's Steve. Right, Steve. Steve. Well, he kept saying right, Derek, and that's why I remember Derek. Yeah. And it was like it was Derek Papalarado or whatever the heck his name yeah, is. I think of the other guy was Steve, but it was kind of weird because when you fought him, he was just on the dock as like a normal guy. You know, you just pop him and he's dead. Was, right, exactly. Kind of strange, but right. Yeah, when you get in the warehouse and Derek's throwing Molotov cocktails down at you, that was kind of like, that was a little difficult. I I ended up just chucking grenades up there because I had a whole bunch of grenades on me and just chuck grenades. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah, I I don't, yeah, like I said, I don't remember what the guy's name was uh, that he fought, but I thought that was just, because he's just a jerk the whole time you're playing the game. Like, he's just this, I don't know, just this, I don't know how you would, how you would portray him. Because there's the whole scene where you got to go down and, and uh, the uh, the Irish gang guys basically uh, burnt down your truck full of cigarettes. <laughs> so you go do ben- go extract some vengeance on them. And at the end of that scene where he's helping you take out all these greasers, um, he's talking about go see if the castor oil took effect because he basically hasn't crapped in like a week or something. He's like the weird comic <laughs> relief that's not really funny. I don't know. Constipation's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, this one, this was kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I thought this one was a little bit more in depth, but that's just me. Uh, I, I like this one better than the first one, but liking it better than the first one's still not a huge thing. I still think they broke it with the definitive edition polish and upgrades. I think it was worse than Mafia 2 without being definitive. So the definitive edition, in my opinion, worse than Mafia 2. Well, I think, I think they, this is a pretty weak of definitive edition. I think there is much more that should have been. It could have been done just like the first one. I think it was a wasted opportunity to make those uh, bad things better and make the great things greater. I mean, they should have just left it alone and bundled it with the, uh, the the DLCs, the story, the two additional stories, or the three additional, the portrayal of Jimmy, Jimmy's Vendetta, and Joe's Adventures. Yeah. They should have just left it and just said basically, hey, we didn't do anything to it. Maybe do some bug fixes rather than polishing because I don't think – I think the polishing is what broke it. But we threw in the three DLCs with it as part of the the trilogy because, you know, the trilogy came with Mafia Definitive Edition, Mafia Two Definitive Edition, and I don't know if Mafia Three is a Definitive Edition or not. But I can't see what they've done with that game. That game's not even five years old. I think it is. A, I think it is a Definitive Edition, but I think it's just all the DLC and stuff. Okay, so that's probably what they should have done with two. Also, in my opinion. Well, it's really confusing how they 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 call it a, a, a remaster and like you were playing a 2010. So that's what Xbox one or is that Xbox? It's Xbox one. So we're yeah. playing a 2010 Xbox one on a newer console. And yet there were like sluggish parts of the game, like while driving, like it was like trying to catch up with itself. I don't think that's performance errors on my Xbox. I think it's design issues within the game. Well, I mean, Mafia 2 came out in 2010, which was PS3 and Xbox 360 time frame. So. Okay, so 360. I think so it was that. a split, wasn't it? No, it, it didn't come no. out. No, it was a 360. Oh, and that's right. No, that's right. You're right. But I thought they already came out with an edition for the one. But maybe that was just backwards or something. I think that's just backwards. Yeah, so my apologies. I'm I'm thinking Series X. I'm already ready for the new yeah. one next week. So but that's my bad. I, what I was thinking was yes, three sixty. It was it was a three sixty game 
and then they remaster it for this for the one and it's like well wait a minute like it should perform better i should be very smooth within transitions but there were moments when i'm playing that when i'm driving it was like uh, it was like okay why didn't i like i'd have that sudden little um jerk or that certain little bit because like literally the frame rate on it is just I, i guess it would be the frame rate that's slowing down or something it was just it was odd to me for a game that came out in 2010 to have that kind of performance issue. I mean, we play games that are built for this generation console games, and we don't have those problems, and they're very much graphic-intensive games. Right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think they busted it with this polish because it's a, it's a broken, busted game. And it's been out now for a few months, so they should have had patches to fix all this. But, no, wasn't so... Yeah, so basically, you know, it's it's a busted game, and they should have fixed a bunch of stuff. But the definitive edition, in my opinion, should just been we bug fixed a bunch of stuff that's been bugs for years, and then we came out with some. We basically bundled the DLC with it. Well, I'll agree with the uh, what they should have done, but I didn't find uh, I didn't find all those technical issues that you you know you called out. I didn't I didn't I wouldn't say the game was busted. It just it's typical glitchy. It's not know. typical glitchy, in my opinion, for a game that's been out for what? It, this one, this one came out. This one came out before the Definitive Edition One, which this one was in May, I think, is what I kind of remember. The Definitive Edition Two was in, was in May. Yeah, it was in May of this year. Is when they basically came out with the Definitive Edition for Two. I, I'm pretty sure that's when it was. We're we're in August. We're in excuse me. We're in November, guys. That sh- all that stuff should have been fixed by now. Well. I think right now we've got seven days to the release, so uh, I'm not even going to care about that now. <laughs> well, now it's over for me. I don't care either. I just I'm being forced to play this glitchy game. <laughs> now Shane and Russ has to finish the game. We finished it, so that's a rule. <laughs> oh, I'll finish it, but our next review I'm really into right now. So I may have to put that one in the burner. <laughs> Shane's going to be walking sideways with the next review because I'm going to stick my controller where the sun doesn't shine because I don't like that game. Have you started yet? I don't like this. <laughs> and thanks for listening to It Tastes Different. Next week, we skip a whole game because we've already got the reviews. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll, we'll, you know, it's going to be called It Tastes Different for another reason because Shane's going to taste my controller. <laughs> it's going to fit different. <laughs> But no, I, I, you know, I like this one better than the first one. Um, but, you know, it, in my opinion, that's the way it should be. The game should evolve. But I guess, I don't know. Nick what, Nick really liked the first one better. What about you, Shane? Did you like this one or the first one better? Uh, no, I definitely liked this one better uh, in the overall uh, period. I think everything was improved upon compared to the first one. From the gameplay to the story to the characters to the graphics to you know the kit and caboodle it was a 360 of improvements, no pun intended. Well, but uh, but it was uh, there's still a lot that that should have been taken care of that we talked about. Right. Well, Nick, you said you like the story better. That I don't necessarily mean you like one better than two. Which did you like better? Like if you were to score them overall, which would you say was better, one or two? Two. Two. But you yeah. like the story in one. So the story wins right. in one for you, but everything else. Everything else is two. Yeah. yeah. And Russ, how about you? Which one did you feel like you liked better all, overall? I, I hate to admit, um, you know, 
agreeing with Nick, but I like the story <laughs> in one, um, but two definitely plays better. So, yeah, it's kind of split. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I like the story better in this one, but like I said, it, it is what I think maybe because it's more fresh. I don't know. Uh, but the story in this one just had me a little bit more because it allowed what I see more freedom in gameplay than the other one did. But, you know, that's why it's different flavors of gamers, right? Everybody's got their opinion on what was better. And, and you know, based off of our likes, people kind of probably fit into the people probably have more of a semblance to one of the four of us. So they would say, oh, I side with that guy mostly in those games. And so I would probably like this, you know, so. Yeah, most people would agree I'm right. <laughs> the the last thing I kind of want to add to it that I really I, I really think about is that I, I try to put myself in these shoes. Number one, these games are older. Okay, so they're older games, but then they put the remastered remake tag on it. And with the evolution of games that we've had, the kind of choose your own path type of games that we've had, like why I, I know it would not cost that much money, especially with the price tag that they put on the def- definitive edition to upgrade the games even more like like we like they did with completely did with seven. I'm not expecting that level. I'm not saying that level. I'm saying maybe if that's level 10, maybe take these games to level six, upgrade the graphics, do all that. But like, I'm so frustrated that in those times, like in one where we could have killed Frank, but we let him go uh, in this, in this movie or in, in this movie, I should say in this game, you know, having some more choices that really, I know we had some that mildly affected, but like really affected the way that it went. I think that would have gave given us a as gamers a little bit more to really enjoy in these two games. Like, do you want to be the forgiving mob guy, or do you want to be you know Joe Pesci in God in, in Goodfellas? You know, like who do you want to be? I think I think with this opportunity that they had, it would have been a much better product, and we would be sitting here talking a completely different way if they would have invoked a little bit of that within their remaster versus leaving it the way it is. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. And one, they could have done that because one was a remake. So they basically rebuilt the ground, game from the ground up. So they, they reshot all the actors' voices. They redid revoice acting and all that. So they could have done that. But on this one, all they did was polish it. They don't have any additional actors. They didn't do any additional voice or acting. So they really couldn't have changed the story because if they did, they would have to bring back the voice actors and reshoot new scenes and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I mean, I could see them definitely could have been done that for one, and it would have done a vastly – it would have basically made that game vastly better, in my opinion, if you had choice, like you said, and you could decide, you know, whether you're going to let Frank live or whatever, you know, or, you know, wait till he take off on the air – on the tarmac and blow the plane up or something. Just do something different, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I, I – I've already played three, which is the next one in the, the thing. So I don't know. I don't know if we're planning to review that one or not. Everybody did get three. Three felt, you know, so it will just, you know, we'll see how it goes. This one felt like it was trying to be a little bit more Grand Theft Auto-ish, but kind of fell flat on its face. Whereas one felt like it was more of a linear story set in an open world. I don't know how to explain that, but one did I didn't feel like one, there was much reason to go driving around or doing anything, at least with this one and two. They had the clothing shops and the burger joints and the, the crap like that that you can basically go drive, go to the auto bodies and pull your car in and get new plates if you're being tracked by the police, you know, stuff like that. So there was a little bit more 
desire, I don't know if desire is a word, a little bit more incentive to drive around the map into different places. So, but yeah, I, I didn't feel that way in one. So in two, I felt like there was a little bit more incentive to explore the map. Yeah, I think three will probably be up a little bit more people's, you know, enjoyment areas because it's set in more of a modern day time that period. That would be just be seen. I'd like to see what you guys think of it because I have my own opinions on it and they're not usually very high. <laughs> yeah, but you're picky. Nick's I'm a masochist. Only, I'm only picky because, like I, Star Wars. <laughs> because of the story and stuff like that, how it changed. So. Yeah. Give yeah. me some type of sword and let me slice some people up. I'm all about it. So Russ wants to join the 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 Chinese hatchet gang that's in Mafia too. He wanted to be so the he's gonna love he's gonna love the next one then. Negative yes. Ghost Rider. I cannot never mind, I'm not gonna say it. we're not talking <laughs> about that game now. I, I think I think overall, I mean, you know, for this, this game I think we are we are starting to get to that dead horse part, but like i I will give Mafia three it's I'll be open minded about it. I'll I'll look at it and try to be understanding with it. I um I think us as gamers too, I think the fact of doing a one, two, and three back to back to back also is affecting us a little bit. Whereas if we'd had that little break, maybe we could have that 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 intrigue into it still. But you know I want to try to say that, you know what? Had I played this game in two thousand ten because this wasn't on my want list i probably would have actually liked it quite a bit better than i did now in 2020 because i of course i expect more from games now but overall it's 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 definitely a more solid game than than many that we've played in our time frame gi <laughs> joe i mean yeah <sighs> typic- i mean this is a typical rags to riches to rag story <laughs> uh american dream yep you come up like from nothing. Start. This little, this little uh, Italian immigrant that had nothing, and then you get all this money, and then you get your house burnt down, lose it all, and you and you're poor again. You go from having your own house to living in this uh, this dead kid's apartment. <laughs> Sounds like an average day, right? Yeah. yeah, I yeah. This game is like I said, it's better than one as far as everything else, but the story. I think the story was better in one than in two, but. You know, if you went out and bought the trilogy like we did, it yeah, give it a play. You know, I mean, it's not bad. You're going to have a, if you enjoyed Mafia 1, you're probably going to enjoy this one more. And uh, you know, you got the trilogy, so why not? Right, exactly. I, it's definitely yeah. worth the money. If you've never yeah. played the Mafia series, the definitive edition trilogy is worth the money. You get three three decent games, you know, if not good games. I I would say they're good. They're not great. They're not bad. They're they're decent, good games, and they're worth the playthrough. If you've never played them, they're definitely worth the playthrough because uh, they they're worth the experience, in my opinion. If I had never played them, I might have a different view on them as I do now. But I played them back when they originally came out. Yeah, that's that's a big difference between a game that you never tried ten years ago, and they bring it out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give this one a try. Well, damn, I should have played it ten years ago. It's pretty good. But when you played it 10 years ago and it's the same game, it really makes it hard to say, well, you know, it's better than it was, but really it's not. It's the same damn game. I mean, I don't have anything else to add to this. Do you, uh, Rush, you got anything you want to add to this one? 
No, I just said what I what I felt, and um, there at the end, and uh, like Nick says, you know, it's it, it it's not a complete waste of money for the three, um, but you know, to each his own, and and good luck to those that get it. Shane, you got anything you want to add? Uh, nope. I think uh, I pretty much uh, called out how I felt. Nick? Uh, no. I mean, pretty much like I said, or like you said, you know, if you uh, if you have the trilogy, definitely play all three of them. You know, you, you bought it, so might as well. And if you don't, you know, it's a good price for, for three games. So they're not great games. They're not like 10 out of 10s, but they're all right. You know, for the I mean, money, they're definitely the money, worth it. Yeah, for the money, they're they're worth it. So exactly. So yeah. yeah. Yep. If you like action adventures and you like monster slash mafia style movies and games, it's definitely worth the play. So uh, we appreciate everybody listening in this episode, and we hope to catch you in the next one.